Episode 31, Church History, Part 1. Amentus IV, his two sons, Philip II and Alexander the Great, were Greeks that invaded lands and regions in the 4th century BC. Alexander the Great invaded Egypt, was named a pharaoh. He changed the region of Rakotas and renamed it Alexandria after him. The Greek Empire rises. They rule Egypt from 300 BC to 30 BC. Hellenism, the Greek culture, spread throughout Egypt, Israel, and surrounding regions. But the Hebrews rejected Hellenism. The Maccabees revolted against the Greek rulers and had independence for about a century. But their successors gave in to Hellenism. The Hebrews strictly observed the Torah, but they were persecuted by the Hellenistic rulers. The Romans take over Egypt in 30 BC with Gaius Octavius, known as Augustus. They also take over Jerusalem in 63 BC with Pompey the Great, and they take over Judea in the 40 BCs. The Roman culture dominated Palestine, Judea, Galilee, Syria, Israel. The Greek Roman customs and ways were formed as Romans built culture on the Hellenism Greek system. All 12 tribes were impacted by Esau Japhet taking over their lands and regions. So the Hebrews had to create their own communities wherever they went. They established synagogues which sat at the heart of many Israelite communities since they could not worship at their temple. We know the Greek version of the Hebrew scriptures came from the Israelites being exiled from their homeland and the 72 Israelite scholars translated the Hebrew scriptures into Greek, the Septuagint. As the Israelites assimilated into various nations, they and we lost our native language. The Roman Empire and the Greeks, aka Esau and Japhet, took over land and societies forcing Israelites to learn Greek. Aramaic was learned also by the Israelites. And look at us now. We have no knowledge of our native Hebraic language. However, I think we should learn somehow, some way, learn our Hebrew language. The Judaites were devoted to the Torah and the belief in Yah as their sole creator. Yahshua was a child when the tribe of Judah revolted against Herod's son, Archelaus. But Archelaus and the Roman army stopped them and killed many Judaites. Hebrews were trying to break away from their oppressor and the culture that was so far from who they were as a people. Matthew 2 and 22, when Joseph learned that the new ruler was Herod's son, Archelaus, he was afraid. He said, we have to get Yeshua out of here. The Pharisees were on the scene during Yeshua's time on earth. They were Israelites that came out of the Babylonian exile with King Nebuchadnezzar destroyed Jerusalem and exiled the entire nation of Judah in Jeremiah 52. This happened in the 500 BCs. Their Judaite worship was different. It no longer centered around the Levitical order of the temple. Worship was radically altered by their captivity, and it reshaped the Judaite interpretation and application of the Torah. They loved scripture and written oral traditions. They focused on strict legalism in external things. They had new rites and ceremonies. The Pharisees became primary teachers of the law, but failed to see the prophecies that pointed to the Messiah, who was right there in their midst. Their observance of the Torah was per their own interpretation, and their interpretation is believed to have created Judaism and the Talmud, which is practiced by Japheth's people, the Khazars. Remember, the Israelites created synagogues and communities where they were. 
Gentiles would come to those synagogues and learn about the Messiah, Acts 10, Acts 11. The Sadducees came out of the Hasmonean dynasty when the Maccabees ruled from the Greeks. They rejected oral tradition. They followed strictly the interpretation of the Torah. Their beliefs differed from the Pharisees and other Judaite sectors. They were the ruling class in Yeshua's day. They took charge of the temple with the backing of the Romans. But the destruction of Jerusalem by Titus in 70 AD ended the line of the Sadducees. But the Pharisees continued as a party long afterwards. Matthew 6, 11 and 12. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Beware of their teaching, the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. That was very important when Yeshua spoke that. Sadly, their teachings of leaven have spread throughout the world. During Yeshua's birth and death, Gaius Octavius Augustus was the Roman emperor of Egypt and Rome. Herod the Great, ruler of Galilee, his son Archelaus, ruler of Judea. Tiberius, the stepson of Augusta, becomes the Roman emperor of Egypt and Rome. The sons of Herod, Antipas, became ruler in Galilee. Philip, ruler in North Galilee and Pontius Pilate, governor of Judea. Yeshua was crucified on a tree. They first took him to Pontius Pilate. Pilate said, no, I find no fault in him. He goes back to Antipas. Antipas sends him back to Pilate. And of course, we know the story. He was crucified. But before the crucifixion, Yeshua was doing ministry and gathering his 12 disciples, all while the Greek and Roman Empire had engulfed the regions and the nations. The Greeks and the Romans are in charge of pretty much everything. That's why it was so important for Yeshua to spend time teaching the 12 disciples of what the truth was and what was not the truth. Avoiding the leaven, the false doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. But the entire time Yeshua was teaching the disciples, he never once referred to himself or referred to them as Christians. Matthew 4, 18 through 23. From that time, Yeshua began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Yeshua, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting their nets into the sea, for they were fishers. He said unto them, Follow me, I will make you fishers of men. Yeshua gave them assignments, not a denomination. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going from thence, he saw two brethren. James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. They're mending their nets, and he called them. They immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. And Yeshua went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing all manner of sickness and disease among the people. Matthew 7 and 21. Not everyone who says, Yah, Yah, will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father, who is in heaven, will enter. Yeshua's mission was to do the will of his father. Matthew 12 and 50. For whoever does the will of my father who is in heaven, he is my brother, sister, mother. John 6 and 38. For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Matthew 15 and 24. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of Israel. Jeremiah 50 and 6. My people have been lost sheep. The shepherds have caused them to go astray. They have turned them away on the mountains. They have gone from mountain to hill. They've forgotten their resting place. The will of the Father was to save Israel, Judah, and the Israelites. Yeshua's mission was to point Judah and the Israelites back to their God, back to Yah, to do the will of his Father. 
the disciples of Yeshua, like Peter and John, as well as followers like Stephen, held strongly to the teachings of Yeshua and wanted to do the will of Yah. Circumcision was still a very important part of their practices. Unloved bread as well. Covenant practices that they made sure to adhere by in Acts 6 and 5. And the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. But Acts 6 and 9. Then there arose certain of the synagogue, which is called the synagogue of the Libertines, the Syrians, Alexandrians, and them of Sicily and Asia, disputing with Stephen. The Libertines were from Rome. They took over by Pompey, Julius Caesar. Cyrene was an ancient Greek and Roman colony occupied by Alexander the Great and the Potomac dynasty. Alexandrians, or Alexander the Great, took over the region in Egypt, Sicily, Rome, Turkey. Some say there was the Church of Alexander, the Church of Antioch, and the Church of Jerusalem. Acts 7 and 59, they stoned Stephen. And he called upon Yah, saying, Yah Elohim, receive my spirit. Acts 11 and 19. Now they which were scattered abroad upon the persecution that arose about Stephen, traveled as far as Phoenice, Cyprus, and Antioch, preaching the word to none, but unto the Jews, or Israelites only. Tiberius is the emperor of Rome, and Herod Antipas, ruler of Judea, during the time of Stephen's stoning. When Stephen was killed, many believers who held on to the Messianic faith were scattered. In fact, it was noted that when Stephen and the original disciples died, there was a notable hole missing, which was eventually filled by others with a lot of leaven. Judaites and the Israelites who assimilated in other nations were to be awakened by the missionaries to their Hebraic faith and Yeshua's death and resurrection. There were two assemblies, one in Jerusalem, and one in Antioch, Acts 11 and 26. And the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. Hellenized Hebrews and Gentiles fellowshiped under the name Christians. Disputes came about from several Torah principles like circumcision, food sacrificed to idols. There were many uncircumcised Gentiles and Hebrews. There were disputes causing allowances to be made concerning the law, and Gentiles were given different and more relaxed rules to live by. A split came between laborers in the field awakening new believers and the focus on missionaries. By the end of the first century AD, many Hebrew assemblies became Christian churches dominated by the Gentiles. Love the idea they didn't have to observe the Torah. Leaders and congregants followed Hellenism. False teachings sprang up in assemblies. Pagan practices were introduced to the worship. And this is why John was rebuking the church in Revelation. The Christians used the Septuagint in their missionary work as Gentiles outnumbered the Hebrews in this new belief. The beliefs and practices did not look like the Hebraic roots from Yeshua and the 12 disciples. Christianity spread because of the Gentiles through Rome and Greece and away from its Hebraic and Judaite origin. Hebrew roots were destroyed by the Christian movement when leading missionaries were killed in the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD or CE. These timelines and details of the roots of the Christian church comes from KingdomPreppers.org Churchianity Part 1, Matthew 5, 17 through 20. Think not that I have come to destroy the law 
or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law, till all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments, and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Judah and the Israelites, we have followed every denomination out there. Denominations full of leaven, we have followed. But now is the time to get back to the Torah and the teachings of the Messiah, period. As we seek truth, please seek truth with us. Please send questions or comments to info at truthwars.com or comment here. We don't claim to know everything. We just seek the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob that knows everything. Let truth roar, let truth reign, let truth speak, and let truth set you and your entire family free. Truth roars, truth reigns, truth speaks, truth sets me free. Please see a podcast disclaimer at truthwars.com.